Hi, it's Nick, and welcome to another episode of the St. Paul Filmcast. And my gosh, we've been neglecting our duties of dedicating episodes. Uh, we've kind of strayed from that, and my apologies. We forgot to mention to Gwen the opportunity to, to dedicate this uh, episode for anybody she wishes. Uh, we'll definitely remember the next time, the next episode, and the next time she comes here. Um, yeah, today's episode, we have actress uh, Gwen Ruhoff. Uh, she not only has been an actress, but she's been a director, she's been a writer, she's been in movies, stage and plays, commercials, um, short films, big production films, and it was a wonderful treat to have her on, and we'll definitely have that interview up after these messages. Hello, everybody. This is Jason. And Aaron. And we are the hosts of the For Better or Worse podcast. Like most couples, we have pretty different tastes. There's a lot of things we agree on, of course but it can be pretty difficult to find something to watch at the end of the day. She likes comedies, loves stories and dramas. And he likes anime, horror, sci-fi, and fantasy. So we both thought it would be fun to force each other to watch our favorite movies, shows, or anything else we can think of and record it here for you guys. The show is a lot of fun and it's not always torture. Sometimes we actually come around to each other's side. We would love for you guys to give us a shot so download, for better or worse, anywhere you listen to your favorite shows and join us in the fun. We can't wait to share our experiences with you. Bye bye, Blackbird. The last words spoken by bank robber John Dillinger, or were they? Here at Famous Last Words, we take a deeper look into the last thing famous or infamous people said in their final moments. You may know about the quotes, but now you'll understand what it really meant. Was it heartfelt, passionate, philosophical? was a complete nonsense find us on twitter at last words show find our show on podbean wooshka and anchor plus wherever your ears enjoy podcast hi i'm carla and i'm michael and we're go postal podcast we're the podcast that tells you stories about what people have done while drunk while also giving you some facts about boobs booze and the bazaar and the places where these stories take place we also have a weekly contest where you tell us where the f i am so join us for some drinking learning and laughing you can listen on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Find us online at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at GoPostalPodcast, and send us your drunk ramblings and anecdotes. You can also email your stories to GoPostalPodcast at gmail.com. Alfie Zane. Ciao! And today we have Gwen Ruhoff. That's right, right? That is correct. That is great. (laughs) This is actually, and I want to make sure everybody knows, this is your first time podcasting. This is my very first time. Yes, yes. Um, I'm very excited. I've never experienced anything like this, and uh, I am ready to go. But have you done multiple movies? I've done multiple movies. I will say that most of my films that I've done are short films. So yeah. the length is usually between five and ten minutes. Okay. I've yeah. done a lot of, of short films for film festivals, local film festivals, yeah. like the Minnesota 48 and um, Z-Fest yeah. and the 50-50 Reel Challenge. So that that seems to be most of my work. But I've, I've also done uh, feature work. I've also done been extras in feature films. I also do commercials and... Uh, well, the only reason I, I bring it up because we'll talk about that, but 
I, I think it's I think people will actually be nervous doing that more than in coming on to a podcast. You know, I, do you it, still get nervous doing movies? I still get nervous. I'm not supposed to say that, but I just, <laughs> well, that means it, it means. But it, I do yeah. because um, I I want to make sure that when I'm in a film or yeah. that I'm portrayed as, you know, um, I want to be professional. Yeah, and I want uh, my experience. To be to go over real well, and I want whoever hired me to be like, yeah, that was the right decision. She did awesome, and so you know your nerves, you know. Right. Even you, when you I still, produced my this, own films, yeah. I still was nervous. You st- after all this time, you still get the butterfly. butterflies. Yeah. I do. I think it's I like do. the anticipation. I mean, people. Once you know, I've done. You know, I officiate football. I do. Know, teaching and I think it's the bef- you know the anticipation and then once you start doing it it's kind of like okay then mm-hmm. it kind of goes away right but it's all the ideas you're thinking your brains think of all the stuff that you have to goes in overdrive and I'm know. an overthinker anyway <laughs> right. I mean since day yeah. one I probably popped out worried that I didn't do it right so <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know you're always asking the director do we need to do- <laughs> you want to do another one uh, I, well I'm always just waiting, just, just, you know, are you, yeah. are you good? All right, I'm good. I'm happy. You're happy. I'm happy, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. I, I believe it's not, and it's not that I don't believe in myself. Like, we're not really supposed to say, oh, you get nervous. But, um, I don't have a big head either. So I don't, yeah. I know that I'm going to have, you know, I can still have these butterflies and still give you the best performance ever, yeah. you know, or from, you know. Give can you, you what you want. Can you watch yourself? You watch your own movies, or do you? When you watch them, do you critique yourself again? And I do critique myself, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but also when I think I've done something so well yeah. that I that, then I push that out there. Oh, look at this! Oh, look at this! <laughs> you know, um, because uh, there there's a few scenes that I've done in my time where I'm very proud of them, and they've meant a lot to me. Uh, I enjoy every role that I have, and I'm for hire, so I can, you know, I'm ready for any next role. But um, but I, like I have that. a I like few that. that are closer to my heart. Yeah. When? How did you start out acting? I acted in high school and college. I actually got a theater scholarship to, you the, did, really? to the yeah to the community college that I was going to. Yeah. Um, I mean, in the town that I was living in at the time. I was in Amarillo, Texas at that time. And um, I did theater there. And then I moved back to Minnesota. And I kind of put off the acting. I was a mother. and And at that time, it was... He was my priority, you know, his sports or whatever he needed. And so it was put on hold for a while. It was put on hold for a little while. And then when my son moved out and he, you know, I felt like, right. okay, he's got two feet on the ground. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm going to jump back into this. I'm, I'm going to be not just Gwen the wife or Gwen the mom. I was going to be Gwen the actress again. I was going to get to do the yeah. things that... Um, I didn't really have the time for, or I didn't want to split my time that sure. way. So. And so, yep, I jumped back in about seven years ago, around seven years ago. Okay. And um, been nonstop ever since and just 
hustle and bustle and it's all you can ask is being constantly busy right 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 that's my goal i like to either be uh, in a production in doing a project or promoting a project at least you know every month it's if you know if i don't for some reason have any work i'm promoting something i'm constantly trying to keep my name out there and stay current and um that, that that's my goal it is it's a little bit of a talent to actually do the promotion part too it's a little more you have to skillful as well right yeah well i'm yeah. hope i hope i'm doing a pretty yeah. good job so what, what does your son think of your new uh, gum jump jumping back into acting oh he thinks it's pretty cool he, he thought it, he was thought he thought it was um pretty cool i had a featured extra spot in Wilson, which was the Woody Harrelson movie that was filmed here. Oh yes, it was. What was it like? Two, it was filmed two years ago. Uh, I think it was now, like going on like three years ago. But three it was years. Like it was he, called Wilson. Wilson, right? With Woody Harrelson, and um, I think he thought it was pretty cool because we got to go to the movie theater and there was mom up on the <laughs> up on the big screen. So, uh, tell me a little because I've seen the movie. Where were you in the movie? I'm 22 minutes in, everybody. I'm about 22 minutes in. Okay. Um, I He is at the theater, and he's trying to figure out where he could find his wife, oh, and he thought she was like a woman of the evening. Yeah. And I get out of the cab. And, um, it's myself and Bill Cooper, and we get, we're a... Uh, a couple. Kind of like an uptight couple oh, that we come out and he's like, That's Well, right. yeah, where do you find a hooker or You're whatever, right. you know? And then and then I give him this really dirty look and I'm waiting for my son's friend to make it a meme for me where I, <laughs> I turn and look that. So then I want to get you know, get yeah. that out there. So but yeah, it was well, really exciting. I have to say because we've had we had CJ on here. Uh, okay. A couple weeks ago, and okay. he was promoting his show Gun, and mm-hmm. I, I was at the the, sh- the premiere. I don't think I did. You were there. Were I was there. You, I was. You were yeah. there. Wow. I was the blonde in all the the bright blonde. In all yes, the you were. I, I looked. I, I looked. <laughs> but at, in the film, I was a club dancer. Right. Right. Because mm-hmm. I was, I, you know, getting ready and reviewing and stuff. Like, oh my god, you were in Gun. I was like, I, I don't. <laughs> So yeah. I, we must have just passed each other when we were there. Yeah, so. and that was that was a unique film because I was all on one set, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a, that was a nice because you usually go on locations of variety. Right. So, but, it, but this was like a c- controlled. That was such a beautiful film, I, and it's so interesting and different. I know. I've, everybody I've, should check it out. I saw a couple of weeks ago, and I'm still thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Visually, it's stunning, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It, it really is. So you've got the last seven years, and then um, the latest one you've done. Where was the latest one? If you just finished up? Well, cur- currently I'm working on a short film. Okay. I have a, a lead in a film right now. It's called Love or Gone, and we're actually filming t- uh, Friday, finishing it up Friday, and it's a short okay. film that. Um, and it's called Lover. Lover. Lover Gone. Lover Gone. Okay. Yeah, okay. and it's from a, a new director, and he also wrote the script and his name yeah. is James Bottoms and he's um uh we're picking up a, some scenes that we weren't get to, weren't able to finish on Friday so that's yeah. currently what I'm working on but in the past couple of months I've um since May I've yeah. done like a lot of extra work okay which was a lot of lot of fun I was um in May I I was an extra on two feature films, um, The Harbinger, which was shot 
up in Chisholm. Okay, the Herb, okay, all right. And um, and then uh, Brother's Keeper that was uh, down in Owatonna. So I just kind of whoop, I'm way up here. I'm down here. I'm going where the going where the work is. Right, you're going north and south. Both of these right. filmed in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these are feature films with, um, you know, quote unquote, the, you know, the Hollywood actors. And it well, was, when will we be able to see them? When, when do these films get released? Uh, well, I. I believe both of them are in post-production, so I'm hoping it's soon, you know, okay. a year. You nice. Know, All right. So yeah. we'll see how that works. And um, so I've, I've done a, uh, a few other short films, um, and um, I also, for the first time yeah. uh, last week, had something published, which was exciting for me. Um, I've, I've written scripts for short films because right. I've made two short films myself where I wrote, okay. produced, directed, and starred in them. Yeah, I was going to bring those up. You've you also wrote in the screenplay, produced, and directed them. Right. And, and you were in the movies as well. Right. Yeah. And um, that was The Journey and The Price of Freedom, those two. But I last week I had for a... Um, a storytelling website. Yeah. Um, it's called Eat Darling Eat. And it's about relationships between mothers and daughters and the connection with food and how food can. I've noticed bond this campaign. Them. Is this pretty new? Um, I think they've been doing it for a couple of years. Okay. And I started, the, um, I wrote this story and started this process, I think, back in February, maybe. And then the process went on, and then now it was just published on their website. So yeah. you wrote a, a critique. I wrote a, a story. About a story. My okay, so everybody shares their stories. And yeah, it's we on share. The... You share a story, and you share a recipe. Oh, and because right. it, it's each story, you know, has talks about their connection with food somehow. Sure. So um, I was. Pretty, pretty happy, and I wasn't sure. Yeah. I didn't get to see the the final story. Yeah. After they edited it, it was they were gonna edit it, and then they were gonna put it on. So I wasn't sure what they were gonna take out. If if some of the feeling that I had wrote in my story yeah. um, would be missing, and um, I think they did a, they did a really good job. It it I um posted on Facebook the original and and as well as the link to the story. So it it it's just they did they ask you to it or you just volunteered to do it? No, they asked me. Okay, they okay. Um so I was and so I was really excited about that and then they when they accepted it I was like woohoo <laughs> and then I was like when's this coming out and I didn't want to say anything to anybody and then when it came out then I posted the link and said looky here you well, def- know? We'll, well definitely for the, the information we'll have to put the link up for our whole when we put up this, this episode we'll definitely put the link up there oh yeah. cool that'd be yeah. great so when you did the writing and stuff um, is that something I mean you've obviously read screenplays before you know mm-hmm. how to do screenplays but the whole process of writing did, how would you define that a little bit I, I like writing right I I, I, I the, not only the two films that I produce but ones that I co-produce with other people for um 
film festivals. Yeah. I also help with the script. Like rewrites and stuff? Um, no, the beginning script, but okay. when you're working, you know, you work with a team and there's a couple of you and you put your ideas together and, All right. All right. you know, um, but for the two, um, the journey and the price of freedom, I wrote the scripts, but then also with my actors that came in, I kind of let them explore their character and if they you know, ad-libbed a little something or if they wanted to change something. I wasn't, like, set on that it had to be exactly what was written on there. Well, that's nice. I mean, it wasn't completely... You let other people participate in the whole writing process. Yeah, well, it's more believable if they believe it. So if they felt like they read the line and it it just wasn't coming off with their character, they thought their character, they're like, you know, I think they would say it like this or they might change this word or something if they're believing it themselves well that's what i want because yeah. you want it what the audience sees you want them to believe it you want them to feel it you want them to have those emotions so it's much easier um if if the actors are believing it themselves yeah that, i i think dialogue right and dialogue is the most difficult thing you can ever do because <laughs> you want to make have a distinct voice right you mm-hmm. want somebody to have a distinct voice and that's that's something i took a minus when i saw and we talked about it with cj uh, the movie annihilation which is a very visually stunning movie but the whole dialogue was interchangeable there was no distinct dialogue everybody oh. could said anybody of those air characters could said any of the lines you know you could just cut them up and piece it there was mm-hmm. no distinct voice throughout the whole process. I don't know if it was intentional, but that was one of the things we noticed when we saw the movie was the dialogue was just so, it could have been anybody said those lines. It was no distinction. So it's nice that you have there people that put a little bit of a emphasis on how it could be seen natural or right. how they could see like that. Yeah. Right. And if you have, if you have these actors and you chose these actors, then you trust these actors. Yeah. So... You 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 want their input. So you've been on both ends. You've been on to yep. on to auditions, and you've run auditions. Basically, my two films. There was no auditions. It was like you knew. I would like you to, you right. know, will you be in my film? That kind of thing. So when you wrote it, do you have an idea who you wanted to be? Would you think about somebody, or just kind of a? No, I I wrote them, and yeah. then I thought about it after, you know, after like who I would maybe would like. And then I would, you know, check availability and if they wanted to do it. And, you know, scheduling a, is a big thing. Oh, yeah, you know, I would imagine. Um, I, I, this doesn't happen to me very often, but just a couple of weeks ago, I actually was filming and had two different offers. And I'm like, this never happens <laughs> and I can't do them, you know. So scheduling is a, is a big thing. Um, but it, it was, it was quite thrilling for me. And, um, I will say though, I, I did the journey. Um, well, why don't you tell me a little bit what the journey is about? Okay. The, well, the journey was a passion project for me. Yeah. And I, I think if I could go back now, I'd probably not have done it for a film festival because there was a, there's a time restraint. You have to have it done by a certain time. Scheduling. Yeah. That's (laughs) schedule. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, I had to cut and I, and, and and they had to be a certain length and I had to cut scenes that helped like build up the character and build up 
there's a really it the whole story is about a husband and wife and she gets breast cancer and it's more about the their relationship and how they are going through this together than it's another cancer story yeah um uh, my mother had lung cancer and when we found out she had lung cancer she was already uh, she had had a stroke, and it was a debilitating stroke, and she couldn't use her left side, and her speech was pretty much impaired. And so I would take my mom and be her voice to all her doctor's appointments, including her her radiation. And I would take her, and I would sit in the waiting room with the other family members and loved ones and friends who were there to support their their loved ones. And, and I, th- I just was like... I'm going to make a film that talks about the support system, that shows the support system. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't think that voice was being heard. So I did. I, you know, saved a little money, and there was a film festival, and I knew, to me, it was like, I'm going to do it for this film festival because, one, no matter what, I'm, if I turn it in on time <laughs> and follow that schedule, right, follow that schedule, I'm going to see it on the big screen. Yeah. Okay. Because as long as you follow the rules, no matter what, it, it. it's okay. on the you know big screen, and other people were going to see it. And I was going to get this story out because otherwise, sometimes there's you know you make a movie and it doesn't go anywhere. And that does I, happen, right? You put all right. this energy and effort, and you get everything done, and then they just they right, it's, yeah. right. You put it in a couple film festivals, they're not accepted. Then there you go, you know. So. Um, I chose to do it for Z Fest, and um, it it for my first film. I was elated. We um, we were up for best heroine, and I played the lead role of the woman, the wife with breast cancer, and it was. I I hope everybody goes out and watches it now that's listening to this. Um, it's on YouTube. It's on my website. Okay. It it just meant a lot to me, but because there was that time, you know, restraint, and I live an hour and a half from my editor, and an hour and a half, you know, um, the um, obstacles. obstacles, Yeah. um, Neil Sunday, who did my music, is was is actually living in Canada. So, you know, every a lot of the stuff that I did was yeah. via via Traveling. text, via over the phone, even, yeah. you know, a lot of a lot of stuff like that. So, it was a lot harder and and then there's all these, you know, guidelines and things that you have to follow for film festivals and yeah. and I didn't have the money flow that I w- I wish I would have had a little more money so I could have put a little more money into the lighting and sound and the you know I had great camera people I had great actors I had great so many wonderful things but I didn't have the time to do as many retakes um I didn't have you know and so I'd I I still one day maybe when I have the money will make it a little longer so I can because do you have some ideas to yeah, because, yeah. like, we had dating scenes because you, you don't have the time. No, no, yeah. So, you know, we went from 
meeting and then quick little snippets of, you know, dating. And I'm saying like seconds because we just, you know, the whole film right. had to be, you know, seven minutes. You, gotta, seven, yeah. you know, and that's not what my main focus was. I didn't want it to be on dating, you know. So, um, gotta, yeah, it's- I, uh, the, but that I would like, you know, show how they fell in love and you know the t- you know that it t- took gotta let it and, develop and they just yeah didn't. develop you, a little more develop have a little more character just didn't have their yeah it looked yeah, like you were kind of binded yeah right with the time the time you had to stay within the so i would love to remake it but are you are you have an idea what do you want to do if you do a full feature of the the movie then you have an idea what do you want to do or do you because you seem like you've written a screenplay you have something that you probably want to add on to it to make it a full feature or something like that oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i have i have ideas but <laughs> so um basically extend the scenes i had to cut parts of scenes down as well and have yeah. more background of the husband character have he has um my uh friend cliff yeah. Who played my husband, Cliff Edgett. He uh, he had a really wonderful scene in there. But a little more background on him would have would have yeah. maybe helped and um but it's still a pretty good pretty good short. I you know, not trying to be biased. <laughs> okay, you, I'm a little biased. But <laughs> Well when you write and then do you have like a little office you write or you're comfortable writing anywhere? Do you you know? Or um, usually I'm sitting in bed and I write it, you know, <laughs> I, I don't have an office, no. My wonderful friend, he's a, he writes a comic strip and he does, he does children's books and his, his name is Phil Giuliano. He can only write in the bathtub. Oh my gosh, <laughs> really? Yeah, so he has his little... Don't turn too quick. No, yeah, well, yeah, he's got his little <laughs> board and then he just... He has to sit in the bathtub, and he—that's how he gets his ideas for his comic strip and his stories. So huh. It—it's it, curiosity how people writing process. When mm-hmm. I when I'm writing my comic book, when I'm writing it, it, it's always here in this little. I have a little home, like a little nest. I can't write anywhere else. I can't go to the coffee shop and write. Right. Oh, I I yeah. I can't have a bunch of noise around yeah. me. I can't watch TV because again, I I get interested yeah. on the t- whatever's on TV. Yep. Because I like TV. <laughs> So I like movies. I get yeah. interested and involved in what's going on there, and so no, I need I need it to be quiet. No radio, no TV, no anything like that. So are you still comfortable doing just strictly moving acting, or do you do stage? I have not done theater since college. Okay. Um, I was going to do a dinner th- uh, dinner theater. I was we were all set up to do it in St. Cloud, and that's where I'm from. Yeah. And um. Three weeks before we were supposed to be a go, it was halted. It's another thing you run into. Everybody's yep. got this idea. We're going, and all of a sudden, everybody walks away from it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, it was a murder, murder mystery um, dinner theater. So and that would have been my first time in years <laughs> having done a theater, yet that's even there's a little improvising in that because, you know, you don't know what, Right. People in the audience are gonna throw at you, so sometimes you gotta be able to be quick on your feet. 
Well, um, what you thought he uh, was with theater, I mean, that's an re- immediate reaction, right? With movies, you don't know how you have to wait for anticipation. With theater, it's almost immediate. Right, right. Yeah. right. And But there's not a take two <laughs> right. if you, you may- So if you... Um, that's you know that's where I, you're you know you hope you're working with a really good group that you can you know pick up and somebody will help you if, if right just you. like a podcast host you need somebody that's gonna you can balance right. it out very well and be good partners with right do you like picking out costumes for characters did that help define them you know costume and outfit oh um well a lot of the short films I'm in and and stuff like that you know they'll give you kind of what they want and then they say hey can you you know, like bring a outline. couple of outfits yeah. you know to kind of and then they pick and you never know because i've been told you know nothing bright i don't want you know you're like for this one you're you're going to be in the background so nothing too bright don't stand out away. too much <laughs> right and then yeah. you know a year later i was in another one and they're like they picked out this wild crazy design that had some bright and i'm like Okay, whatever you want, you get. You know, so I'm I'm fine with it. So, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I do like to get pampered when, when I do like getting my makeup done. Yeah. That is one thing that I think is so cool. And a lot of times, I have a picture taken with my makeup artist as she's putting my makeup on. One, they just don't get the recognition that they oh, should no. I- because. We do not look that way <laughs> before we film. Well, so how long, how, what's the longest you sat in the makeup chair? Well, I've had horns put on and been a, a you know, so I've been demonic. Had, yeah, yeah. So I guess you know, compared to having really pretty lips, or right. you know, um, if you if you have a film though, like if you're doing set in the 50s or you're sure, set yeah. you know a time a certain time era or genre yeah. then it takes more time because they have they need to be more accurate to you know match make sure that they oh no you know let's let's tweak those eyebrows just a little bit or let's do a little bit so that you do fit what we need you to do i did notice you you did kind of in a movie play like a 1950s kind of a mom right yeah yeah did you look up like outfits before you went in they provided Oh, they all did. Oh, they provided nice. the, yeah. the outfit. Sure. Yeah. And that does take a lot of time because I know I'm doing my comic book and it takes place in 1968. And I wasn't alive in 1968. So I did months of watching movies and stuff that was from 67, 68. So you have a kind of an idea, you know, in just not one film, you multiple areas of what it looked like and everything looked like and the you know the dialogue and everything so right i just i just did a film called all my stars and it's set in um like the great depression era so you know uh we were sent a a sample of of what they were looking for for us to wear yeah and they you if you googled it or if i went on ebay or i went on amazon and when i'd look it up they weren't, they'd say it's, you know, 1940s or something, but it was like, yeah, but this looks like 1950s because I'm doing my homework and I know that their hems were much lower at that time, you know. I've noticed so that too. When I, I couldn't, yeah. I you couldn't just, oh yeah, that looks good, bop, buy it over the internet, 19, you know, 40s, because 
not all of them that they say are 1940s are. And the nice 19, thing, you know yeah. what I mean? You really, you, yeah. I did my research and I, I find that that's very important. Yeah. Well, the other aspect of looking up research and costumes and stuff is you look on um, reality television, game show television from the 60s mm-hmm. and nobody's looking to fit into a movie. They're just wearing what I mean, you've looked up right. like fashions from, you know, match game or something that does kind of help a little bit. Right. Yeah. Right. Because you want to, what, what did. Um, Tom, Dick, and Jane wear, yeah, not, are, yeah. not the movie stars, because, yeah. you know, if I'm playing a, 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 a role and unless I'm playing a starlet, then I wouldn't be wearing that gown <laughs> with the fur on the, or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you want to be accurate, and it makes it easier for the directors and, you know, the, 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 the people knowing that they trust what you're doing and you know they have you send a picture you say okay this is what I found and how does this work and so that you can get the okay on it and once I got the okay I was like whoo all right because I I did do a lot of research and did try to find something that matched the era as best possible and then I have a unique haircut I have an inverted bob on the back so um I had to make sure I had a hat that would cover the back. Oh, right. Yeah. So that you couldn't see it because they didn't have it like this. I mean, (laughs) they did wear short hair, but it was, you know, it wasn't the same. And so, um, so I make sure that I, I, it's all the amazing stuff that you don't, yeah. It's all the amazing stuff you you don't realize. Yeah. Right. Right. So what is, what kind of, if you were an extra in a major motion picture, what kind of, what is it kind of like to be just an extra? What is it just a day or? Um, it all depends like on uh, brother's keeper. Yeah. Uh, that one is, it's a Lawrence Fishburne movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, do you I, get like a I've, movie pass? It's like a closed set or, um, well, we, it, it's, it was like a closed set, but not, I mean, you, you, once we're filming, of course we wouldn't want people just walking on, well, but sure. Yeah. But we, but my scenes were like at, um, uh, a stadium because they were outside and the 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 film is set it's about a high school football team yep. so um the the scenes that i ran were both of them were outside and um so i mean technically you know people walking around the park or people you know people that would be in the background i mean it wasn't closed where we locked off right, streets yeah, yeah. or you know or anything like that but you know when you have cameras rolling and you have all this stuff going on people you know kind of know what's going on and you have people out there that can kind of say yeah we're filming a movie and you know kind of that kind of stuff but um but no um I consider um any role um is a good role and like you've heard the old saying you know there's no small roles well I really feel that way because if it wasn't for the extras it's not going to be no, if you Real. can't fill the you can't fill the stadium with them, with yeah. I mean, yeah. or you can't. I mean, yeah, you yeah. need these extras. You need that person that walks behind so and so because otherwise, it's not realistic. Well, there's I, I, you I, know not just these actors in front. I mean, there's people. They're supposed to be living some kind of a life. Yeah. There's going to be movement in the background. There's going to be people here and things going on. And without extras, you don't have a, a film. You might as well write a book well what i was talking i was going to bring it up because i just went to see another new release and i was wondering why does this look so 
it's supposed to be a big scope of a movie. And I was mm-hmm. like, why is this looking so weird to me? And then I realized they didn't have a lot of extras, or not at all. It was very scarce cast, even though the whole story and the whole scale of it was supposed to be wide a net. But, okay. And I was like, that kind of right. took me... A di- even though the extras aren't supposed to be distraction, it was a distraction right. that they weren't there. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But you didn't have this. You're like, where is everybody? That was a question. Right. <laughs> right. Because because it's because it's real life. Yeah. So that 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 guy walking down the street with his bag of groceries or that you know, yeah. it's necessary because we're living. We're real. We're the, these characters are supposed to be real. So you and it's it, I have to I'm gonna I'm gonna say the word again, but it had to seems like it's natural, right? Mm-hmm. That the world there's another world going around as these two people are, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So do you like directing? I I do. I feel like at the next time I direct, I don't want to have all as many hats on. Yeah. As I as I did, because um, that was a lot of hats, and it was my first time, so it was a lot of hats my first time, and. And, um, but no, I did enjoy it and I wouldn't mind doing it again. And, um, I'm, do you think being an actress first helps you do a directing much easier rather than just going to film school and being a director and then now you're going to jump to movies? I can't really tell if it, yeah. I, if it's easier because I only did it one way. <laughs> um, so, um, but, yeah. uh, I do know that I feel like. The fact that I was an actress yeah. and I am an actress and had acted before I directed, that I'm a little more uh, lenient isn't the word, but I think I'm a little more easygoing yeah. to understand because I've been on the other side and uh, um, understand how hard it is on that side as yeah. well. Um, but there's many many wonderful terrific directors out there that weren't actors before so i uh but i i do think when you when you've kind of walked both sides yeah um you under- well i think if there's you're a atten- little more understanding yeah. i think if you're more attentive to what people you know i i remember i read an interview with tom hanks and he goes i will i work with spielberg i like because he always told me in advance what was going to happen he would all right, you're going to be crying two days from now. So why don't you just give you... That was like, mm-hmm. you don't understand how beneficial that is for me. In yes. a couple days advanced, and we're going to do a scene where I'm going to have a big meltdown. Right. And that's so... And he's not like an actor's director, Spielberg, but that helps, you know, right. everybody to know mm-hmm. what's going to go on. Yeah. So are you, do you like to do prep work before, or are you just like rehearsing, or you're just comfortable having a talk, like a read-through? Oh, um, I, I enjoy read throughs, but a lot, I do a lot of prep. I do a lot of, you know, at home I'll walk around and I'll say my lines and try to get the emotions that I want and stuff like that. They say you got to work in front, work in front of the mirror, do in front of the mirror. Cause if you're comfortable doing it, then everybody else will be comfortable seeing you do it. Right. 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 My, my sister Danae will come over and she'll help me read, go through my lines and sometimes she'll go. Yeah, I don't think that was right. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, okay, you know. So we'll go back over it, and we'll, you know, and I'll go. Yeah, I see what you mean there. You know, or maybe I put a pause where it didn't seem natural, and then so we'll kind of talk about it and go over it. And I was like, oh yeah, I, I, I see what you mean. It sounds, it has a different meaning just moving that pause. Yeah. 
you know. Well, it's a different, or, or, you know, a different area than stage because you know you're doing it out loud to people, and I think right. when you do acting in movies, it's very intimate. Not to mention you got this big hunking piece of equipment right in your face. Right. You doing it. Um, I know that I'm. I took an in a auditions technique workshop. Oh, with wonderful! Bill, with yeah. I didn't know they Bill, did that. Yeah, with Bill Cooper. And when you had, you know, you have a, a range, uh, a assortment of actors, you know, at, with different skill levels. Um, uh, when you had somebody that came in from theater yeah. and they they were learning the audition techniques, they were loud and they would, you know, <laughs> right. and he'd say, that was really good, but you need to tone it back. Because they're used to being, Projected. can you see me, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. And and so there is a difference, you know, going from theater to film and film to theater. It, it can be done, and it is yeah. done all the time, and, and um, it's the same. some is done beautifully. Well, it's the same craft, it's but it's different, different arenas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just like being a referee for football. Now I got to do basketball. It's just being a referee, but it's still kind of different mm-hmm. uh, mechanics, different trainings, and all that right. stuff. So, right. I think it's funny when people. Well, he's a good stage actor. Well, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't always go over because yeah. then sometimes I've seen them where they they don't seem real when they're in right. film because they're over they're overacting, they're yeah. over, you know, enunciating. They're what, what kind you, of. Is that just because you're not comfortable that you're convincing? Why would you think that's what happens, or you just? I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe their butterflies are getting to them. I don't know. <laughs> or you know, they're doing what comes natural, and if they've been doing theater, yeah. it, that seems like the natural, and um, it doesn't always transfer over. It doesn't always right no. work out. Most of the time, it does. There's a lot of people that have done theater that moved on to film that are wonderful actors but it's not always it's not it's not a given it's not a right. given that's what I'm trying to establish that sometimes just because you're you're right so um have you done comedy I have not done enough comedy that's and I have thinking. not done enough romance I'm putting that out there people <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I just had my film reel done, made. Um, it's my first one. What's it? I'm sorry. What's it called? My just, film reel. Oh, film uh, reel. So it's you know just a. It should be like under two minutes, and it's just a quick little excerpts of different films showing. Oh, okay. Showing um, your how how you are as an actor, and um, <clears throat> and I was. Um, the person that made it for me, which happens to be Bill Cooper again, um, he he said, "No, let me know when you let's throw in some ro- romantic or comedic scenes when you get some." And I'm like, "All right, I'll get on that as soon as I get them roles." Um, I found out that lately in the last so many years, I've done a lot of horror genre. Yeah. Um, I that was never my original intention I mean I had nothing against that genre but um I started doing this and that and then before I know it's like gosh I've been in five horror films 
Wow. And then I'd been going to Crypticon, which yeah. I in here in Minneapolis and Did I Did you get was it your first time going this year? No, I've I've gone now for like three, three. four, five years or something. It's fascinating, and isn't it? that's coming up in October. So Crypticon is in Minnesota. It's yeah. strictly horror genre. It doesn't it's, mean movies. It just, it's yeah. correct. It's, it's just, horror genre. Yeah. And so it's kinda like a Comic Con, but it's the horror genre. So yeah. it can be any anything that's any media kinda, it could be television could correct, be correct. movies could be comic books and um just, we have um the clay guy he's a friend of mine you know and he has his his sculptures and right. there's i mean yeah there's tons of um uh, memorabilia i I'm, i think if anybody who is not a big huge enormous fan of horror don't attend those would be actually surprised amount of Females love horror movies. Yes, I think it's more dominant. Females love horror movies than male. There's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I have a good friend, and she—that's all she watches is that's all she buys is horror movies. I think a lot of people be surprised the amount of. I I really think it's about a sixty forty. Females love horror movies. Yeah, I um, I love playing evil. Don't typecast me, people. But no, I and but I do. I there's something about and you yeah and there is your talent. There is a talent to having a realistic, bloody gory scene. I mean, because anybody can just throw the fake blood out and yeah. But they. They do their research. They're 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 very professional. Um, how if I got stabbed here, which way would it squirt? What color would it be? Uh, you know, how much would actually come out of there? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not they. It they're pretty. Awesome. No, they're very well planned. They're very well researched. This stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what, mm-hmm. did you act? How many horror movies? Five of them. Uh something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, horror or thriller did kinda. you do because I, I remember going back did you do like a zombie movie yes <laughs> yes um i've done well i've been a zombie in a music video i actually um have really? a yes yes <laughs> um for Kat, uh, katana dadan um i i was, was gonna ask politely was the makeup longer than the shooting uh no, no? it wasn't okay, right. but it was good makeup but um but and that, well, the funny thing about that is we, you know, we looked awesome and, and we were, we're going and we're killing, you know, eating this person, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then the video came out and I'm like, if you, it's not even the time to blink, but my scene was pretty much not there. And I was like, oh, what happened? And it was like, Oh, she accidentally got tickled when you guys were doing it, so she kind of laughed a little bit, so we couldn't use the oh, scene. No, I was like, oh no! Oh no! Oh bummer! It's a still very, very, very awesome uh, uh, video, but just my my part kind of got. Well, so, yeah, yeah. I want to touch up because not only have you done lots of movies and short films, but you've been very busy doing music, music videos, videos and commercials and stuff yes, like that. So yes. you're always always and busy. And I, I I love I love I love uh, doing. Uh, Music videos. They're, well, that's they're quick. Fun. It's, it's like a short story. It's like a short. It is. Yeah. If if it's done right, yeah, you got a story there. Yeah. And yeah. I think I think it's almost when music videos started, they took a lot of short film directors and they started doing videos, you know, music mm-hmm. videos and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think you just announced also recently you did your first behind green screen. 
Yes, I did. Um, for the movie The Diabolical uh, Schemes of Thaddeus Jackson. And yes, I I did my very first green screen and I thought it was amazing. Cause, but the, the hardest part is I have to wait to see what it looks like. <laughs> I know. You I have it. no you... idea what's going to be played behind me, right. you know, or <laughs> what's what's actually going on in that, you know. Because um, we, we uh, I play a news anchor. So it's some news and no, he ha- I did six different story yeah. that he'll choose from and then he'll put whatever's going on behind me. So I have no idea. That's hard. And that's something about when you do film that you... Uh, you just got to trust. You have to wait and yeah, see and yeah. then, you know, you don't know if all your hard work ends up on the cutting room floor. Right. Well, know? I think it's, I mean... I've heard a lot of people that are actors and actresses who work band green stream, and it's like it's going back to childhood. You just got to pretend it's there. Mm-hmm. It's almost mm-hmm. like you have to be a kid at five years old in your bedroom again. It's almost like her going yeah. back to that kind of acting. That you yeah. got to believe there's a big scary monster behind you. Ah. Right, right. <laughs> so I would love to do some kind of a thriller or something where yeah. they have to use the green screen or have somebody that's in like a co- the green costume, like because yeah. they're actually this big huge demon or something. And and then it's you know this guy in the costume with all these little right know, things. It's like okay, <laughs> at least at least go rawr or something, you know. Does it make so. you have to make sure you're not wearing anything green, right? Correct. I right. mean, I, I know there was a I have a story of an actress who had, she dyed her hair green. Oh, and like you no, you can't. So they had to like she's like I can I that anything any right. even remotely green or aqua cannot be on there because right. they'll just take it away <laughs> right right well yeah all of a sudden you don't have yeah. a neck or something you know <laughs> right so yeah that'd be interesting but yeah i've done um some some thrillers and i've 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 done zombie work um and i actually i have a um i'm going to be in a uh zombie comedy uh we're looking into doing as a full feature um zombie comedy kind of like a satire to the genre or just yeah well it kind of of it kind of takes me back to some of those those from the 80s you know kind of um but it's called zombie football and i'm i'm working with american football it's soccer uh american football okay all right and um I am working with uh, Persistent Productions, which is uh, an established production company here in Minnesota. Okay. And the the premise is is um, that the, uh, a wannabe NFL player, um, or he um, he gets recruited for the ZFL, the okay. Zombie right. Football League. <laughs> And of course, you can just imagine, right? Yeah, playing football and arms here and legs here, and um, and then uh, the 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 hero the hero of the story, Brett and his girlfriend, um, they have quite quite a night. Yeah. Um, they meet at the zombie at uh, like a zombie crawl. Um, that's how they meet. And I actually um, did some pre-production legwork. Uh, last year at the zombie crawl here. So you actually participated? And yeah. yes. And so I went and I just took a handheld little small camera 
and rounded up just a couple of friends and uh, we we were gonna do the zombie crawl and so we could kind of get some b-roll footage sure sure and it poured and rained and I went and had my my friend who's a professional makeup artist um, Matt Getch um, and I hope I said your name right because you know I always ask you how do I say that again Um, but uh, he gave me this beautiful beautiful professional zombie makeup and by the time I got to the actual zombie crawl it was Gone? Three-fourths gone. No! And right. I had... Did, did you I had, pictures? Uh, I got a picture of okay. him before, of okay. what I looked like before, but I, right. unfortunately I didn't have my eyes in yet because the eyes... That I have weird. white zombie. <laughs> 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 you know, I had to pop some eyes in. Um, but that really made the zombie look was once I put in my white contacts. Yeah. And so, unfortunately, with I had really great makeup or the cool eyes, and I didn't have them combined. But I, in I was helping a friend have zombie makeup, so I had brought my makeup. So I touched up what I could and okay. tried to make it. It wasn't the same. <laughs> I, I had to stop and get gas when I had makeup oh, uh, in sure my people, makeup. I'm sure, yeah, I'm and sure, this yeah. one girl did a double take. She goes, "Oh my god, that looks so real. You're so freaky." <laughs> Are you going to the zombie crawl? I'm thinking, uh, no, just, you know, regular evening at home. <laughs> but I didn't say that. I was very polite. And I'm like, yep, yep, I'm really excited. <laughs> and it was my first zombie crawl, and it was fun. Would um, you ever do had, it again? Would you ever do oh, it? yeah. I'll, right. I would do it again. Um, they had, I guess, they had changed it up a little bit because it used to be you walked from bar to bar more. It was a linear tour, right? You yeah. don't start at point A, you get all the way to point B. Yeah. Right. And then now it's more of a... Scatter. Uh, it, yeah. Well, it's more um, f- not fenced in, but they have like the tape taped off area. Yeah. And then they had, you know, had... It's a, a more of a controlled environment rather yes, than people walking the streets. Walk in the streets. Yeah. yeah. No. So, but it was still a lot of fun. And the no. people were... Fun and the costumes were amazing, and I just, I, I just loved it. Do you think Marcus busy on Halloween? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I have to say, Gwen, we actually did a, we're out of time. We already did a whole hour. Did we really? Yes. Holy mackerels. We, 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 that went by fast. Yeah, I, know, I, told, I warned you, sometimes it sounds like it's going to be a long time, an hour, but it goes by pretty quick. Oh, wow. So, okay. I, I have, before we go, do you ever go back to, uh, I have to ask you one last thing before we go and all that, you know, um, do you ever go back to Texas? I, I go back for reunions. I've yeah. been back for a friend's wedding. I lived there for 12 years. Um, yeah. I I'm I'm good where I am. I wouldn't move back there. No, but when you're but, when you're living here and it's negative twelve in December fifteenth. Oh yeah, like, right. yeah. Well, I'm here because I came back for family, and so yeah. that's what would keep me here anyway. Is this is where my most of my majority of my family are. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but I have a high school reunion. I won't tell you what year, but I have a high school reunion coming <laughs> next year, and so I'll be there for the reunion. Was it going to be catered, like ribs and everything, you think? Probably. Could be. <laughs> a really, really good Mexican food. You just can't oh, beat that. Yeah, chili. Chili from Texas. Is, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I have to extend, Gwen, thank you very much for coming on. It was wonderful. It was a lot of fun. It is. Yes. We have to. And then next, we have to come back on when you have all your, you know, the the movies and the green screens and all that stuff. We have to get caught up on your new adventures. Yes. Yes. That'd be great. That'd be great. Maybe I'll have that romantic comedy under my belt. Oh, yes. When you get that, (laughs) you would definitely run back to the studio and you'll. (laughs) All right. All right. Thank you very much.